today. Federal officers may have been permanently blinded by protesters. Well, they're calling them protesters, but I don't think that that's what they actually are. Uh, Joe Biden rolls out a policy plan with a $10 trillion price tag. And President Trump wishes Jillian Maxwell well. We've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined. I let me just tell you, we've got an all-star panel for you today. We are back with Chad Prather. Hi. America's favorite cowboy and yes. also future gubernatorial candidate of uh, Texas. Current. Oh, sorry. Current gubernatorial candidate, future governor. That's Texas what I meant great. to yeah. say. Future governor. Keep Texas great. There you go. Uh, and also on his maiden voyage on the show, Attorney Bill Richmond, who this audience probably knows you much better as Stephen Crowder's half Asian lawyer. That is correct. I'm half. It's not and how I know him. Also, <laughs> also the guy who killed it at Stu Does America's Power Hour. Yeah, he did. I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. I was a little worried about Chad, but he powered through. <laughs> I did. I, I was good. After yeah. I puked, I was fine. Yeah, I don't Bill know. Bill Richmond's liver looks like Gary Coleman, dead, black, and shriveled. It's horrible. But still ticking. It's oh, still there. Right. You got to take it out and hit it with a hammer and put it back in. Okay. Okay. What you talking about, Willis? Uh, and also on her maiden voyage on the show, finally we got some more estrogen in the house. I'm surrounded by men all Too the much time. Testosterone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's like just take it down a notch. You know? Yes. Uh, thank you. I'm so complimented. Yes, uh, Ariel Scarcella, yep. who is a YouTube host. Everyone, check out. Her, uh, her YouTube. Can you just tell everyone, I think your story is so fascinating. So oh, tell man. everyone just, like why, like, why are you here talking to us right now? You are not you're the, the only likely, ones that are nice to me at this you, point. Yes, you're, you're not, Everybody hates me. You're not the likely face. I, right? I'm a lesbian. I, I used to be a liberal. Yeah, I, I've been making content on YouTube. Uh, some people probably do know me. I think yeah. a lot of people know me from the viral video I had recently. It's the only viral video I've ever had in 10 years of making content. And it was criticizing my own people who, who used to be my own people. People. That's it. I'm out. I'm yeah. done. I don't like her either. He's checking out. All right. See you later. <laughs> Bye. But the LGBT. The LGBT community Q, yeah, had community. had yeah. They they've taken in, at large, of course, they've taken a turn, in my opinion, for the worse. And I, and a lot of lesbian, gay, even rational trans people don't want to be a part of it. And and mm-hmm. some so many of us are starting to walk away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked my friend Sydney, who's friends with Chad as well. And she, she was like, you need to meet these people. Like, these are the people you need to meet with. Like, they don't hate gays. They're super supportive. But they're reasonable, rational, intelligent people. And I'm like, that's my kind of peeps. Yes. Like, where are these people my whole life? I've been getting the, the, the brunt of it for, for the last five years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you. Uh, we're happy that now you know we're actually reasonable people. Yeah. Just crazy red. Well, we'll say about that. Him. I mean, he's a little... <laughs> That's true. Well, I, Bill and I are fine. I don't yeah, know stories. about this one. Yeah. I don't know about this one. Wait till Bill opens up. Uh, all right. Let's get to the headlines of the day. So federal officers in Portland uh, may have been permanently blinded by lasers coming from uh, all of the protesters, which, again, mainstream media calls these people protesters. I don't know that I would call, for those of you watching and not listening on the audio podcast. I don't know that I would call this type of uh, action 
protesting, I think that may fall into criminal territory. I don't know, Bill, you're the attorney. Is yeah, that, it's definitely some criminal stuff. It doesn't look peaceful to me. I mean, what's, what's always interesting is, sure, maybe there's some level of protest that you're going to, you know, go somewhere you're not supposed to go. You're going to do it in a way you shouldn't or maybe you violate a curfew or something like that. But part of the fact is you're doing a protest in a way that's creating civil disobedience without creating civil chaos. Mm-hmm. And here this is far on into the civil chaos realm. I mean, without a question, they're intent on destroying property that taxpayers paid for, right, right which is right. only going to result in, wait a minute, more taxes. Oh. Well, the rich yeah. people will pay for that. Yeah, that'll be so fine. That's fine. Thanks, ri- Biden. Yeah, rich people will just take care of everything. Uh, Chad, so the, as, as you saw, there were federal officials who mm. are now tackling rioters. <clears throat> this called them rioters, actually. Hitting them with batons uh, and forcing them to run away after they aggressively tried to, you know, go and cause chaos and vandalize and, uh, you know, just criminal intent. Yeah, I mean, obviously this isn't what the uh, founders and framers meant by the First Amendment. You know, this is not what was intended with free speech and the ability to peacefully uh, gather and assemble and protest. Well, this is this like is, what, what we were talking about yesterday with the, the gun couple in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, that that the what Kim Gardner, the circuit attorney, and she said, well, the, I mean, you can't just brandish your weapons at peaceful protesters. Yeah. Like, well, weren't they <laughs> trespassing? Is that peaceful? Well, well, here's here's the thing about when anybody anybody with a with an ounce of patriotism in them, right, that loves this country, when they watch this, they see one of two things. And I've always said, I've always argued that people on the left, people on the right, they have their own sense of patriotism. They bleed their own version of red, white, and blue, right? Now, the people on the other side are probably wrong, of course. Uh, but that being said, people see this and they say, yeah, go, liberate. Do your thing. Be heard. Then other people say, we're ready to kick your ass because this has gotten out of control. I mean, they're painting the walls or they're hurting people. They're causing violence and, and physical harm to people. And the thing that's scary and very true is that at some point in time, they're going to waken a beast mm-hmm. that they do not want to rouse. Yeah. And it is, as I say, the hills have eyes, right? They're, the people are watching. They're seeing this. And you might do this in Portland, but you're not going to do that in Granbury, Texas, right? right. You're not going to do that in Pecos. They would Pecos. not dare. No. They would you, not dare. You're not even going to do that on the eastern side of the state of Oregon. You, right. You're just not going to do that. So uh, have your fun. Do your thing. Build your chop, Chaz, cities. Uh, but, you know, you have your little time of anarchy with the people who will put up with that crap. Yeah. But it will come to an end. Yeah. It will come to an end. Uh, Ariel, so we were talking off air. You are you're very much into where politics meets culture. Right. But yes. but not so much like you're not a constitutional scholar. Right. Right. So <laughs> went to art school <laughs> as, you know, just kind of a, an average American yeah. looking in on what's going on in these major cities in Portland, in Chicago, in Minneapolis, uh, where all of these protests have turned into riots, have turned yeah. into looting, it's turned into vandalizing. Um, what is your takeaway from all of this? And do you see a place for uh, the feds to come in and finally take control of of these cities. You're next. I'm going to ask you question. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it probably should have. I think it was good that they kind of let them, the feds and and President Trump let them kind of make themselves look ignorant and look, make right. themselves like ruin everything. And then like this is the kind of city that you want. Vote Biden or vote for this. You know, I, I, it was kind of. I think he was kind of smart when he just let people you know showcase their own craziness. And I think. 
I think it's unfortunate that people like that are making people like me turn away. Um, and it's not that we're not liberal. Like I'm still kind of pretty much a libertarian, I think. Okay. I have some conservative views. Um, but I don't want to be associated with that. Like I, I can't even have LGBT in my, my Twitter bio, literally, because people assume that I'm a SJW. Like people assume that I'm one of those people. And it's like, no, I believe in free speech. I believe I'm pro-choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm somewhat in the middle and it's difficult for me to, to get behind anything when it comes to them, them being irrational about these kinds of things. You believe in the rule of law. Of course. Yeah. Which I feel like, uh, which is cra- which is, is crazy would. to say now, like right, yeah, it's, it's controversial these days. Con- well, everything is controversial. To believe in, <laughs> in the rule of which law, which I'm used to, I'm used to like tiptoeing around, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's on, yeah, yeah. But now you have to tiptoe around everything, and that, and that becomes one of the questions: is yeah. how, what to what end, right? You know, we're, we're, we can't accept any level of uh, offensiveness or messiness. And, and my personal thought on it is that you know, I did I did enjoy the fact that there was a, kind of a, a, a hang yourself type mentality with when you. You hear folks in Minneapolis be asked on live TV in a friendly environment on CNN, and one of these council members in Minneapolis says, well, when asked about what are you going to do if you need to call the police, and they're like, whoa, (laughs) Uh, that sounds like privilege. You're like, ah, I didn't, I didn't realize being safe was really the, the irrationality of it doesn't make any sense. And what I, what I do appreciate is that now folks on both sides are seeing, okay, those individuals who want to keep walking to the extremes, we got to let them just walk where they're going to walk, let them do what they're going to do incorrectly, and we can stay back. And that's hard to do because you may have walked with that group on either side of the spectrum for a long time, and to say no and say I cannot go that much further with you is really hard. But I think more people are choosing to think independently, and that independence means they are not going to allow these kinds of things to just go unpunished. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, you're the, you're the attorney at the table. So uh, President Trump's gotten a lot of flack for uh, bringing the federal government in to these cities. As he pointed out, he said, I waited 51 days for these people to get their acts together, for these cities to get their acts together. They didn't, and now we've got to come in and clean things up and at least protect the law-abiding citizens who are there. Did he overstep his bounds? I don't think he did. And yeah. so there's a couple of things. There's, you know, the historic idea that the states and the local governments should do what they need to do and that we were built on this balance of power between local governments and state governments and the federal. But when the type of actions that is happening at the local and state level is one that threatens the larger safety of the people and those governments have chosen to ignore the safety, it is incumbent on the federal government to step in and say, okay, yes, you may be a a citizen of this county or you're a citizen Mm -hmm. of the city and maybe of the state, but if they're not going to take care of you, you're still a citizen of the United States Mm -hmm. and we will step in and do something for you, which has been the consistent message, whether you see, and you mentioned CHOP and Chaz, go do something, and if you won't, we will. Well, that just collapsed on it in and of itself, right? Um, and so that kind of handled it, but, you know, you see Portland, it's a little more more dangerous, and interestingly, a lot of those folks in Seattle actually came from Portland. Yeah. A lot of those organizations, especially the ones that were really fomenting the violence, so I'm really just surprised it hasn't, we haven't, what we're seeing now in Portland didn't happen months ago. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chad, do you agree with uh, Ariel that these people are just kind of they're showing their true, t- true colors? President Trump gave them an opportunity to kind of show themselves and show their true colors and that yeah. the American people will see that for what it is. Yeah. You know, I was I was with the president in Tulsa and he brought this up and he said, I asked these congressmen and women, what should we do? Should I shut it down? And they said, no, give it a little more time. Mm-hmm. Right. We all saw the speech. 
I agree with Bill as well in saying that I don't think he overstepped his bounds. Now, the Wild West in me kind of says, let's just let this thing run because I always feel like a house of cards will fall in on itself and bad logic reveals itself over time. It mm-hmm. happened. I mean, what, they were incorporated for 10 days before the first murder? Yeah. I mean, it was just crazy. And you're exactly right on the Portland thing, and that's profound, Bill, because if you remember, uh, and there's documentaries about this on Netflix about how they brought that cult into the Portland area. They were busting homeless people in because there was some voter issues. They were trying to get more people to vote Democrat. You could be a citizen, I think, 58 days and have voting rights Mm -hmm. in Oregon. And so they were busing homeless people in to not only join the cult, but they were going to take over, right? Well, when everything failed and fell apart, Guess where all the homeless people stayed, where all the transients stayed? They stayed in Portland. So Portland already has a a tinderbox environment for people who can easily uh, participate in things like this, right? So I don't know that Portland is, is the perfect way to judge the rest of the climate of the country, but... It's there. And when you see it over and over again, you know, if you keep confessing it, you'll rise to pursue it. And that's the problem. And people keep seeing stuff like this and they think, okay, well, that's how we should behave in Atlanta. That's how we should behave in Dallas and, you know, and so on and so forth. But a lot of those cities won't fly in. No it will. Some cities it will. I mean, you know, you could do the same thing in Dallas, Houston, or, or Austin here, uh, and they've done similar things. Go do that. In, but go but do you're that not going to do it in Pecos, Texas, go, right? Go do it in Can- <laughs> Canarsie, Brooklyn. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. See what happens to you. It ain't going to happen. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, it's a volatile thing. you got to remember, there's a lot of mental illness that's going on here. A lot of mental illness. These are not rational people. The people who come after you, these are not critical thinkers. These are not complex people who are out there sitting there going, you know what? Now, if I, if, in putting out point A, point B syllogisms, that's not right. what's going on. Right. These people are shitting on the street. I'm sorry, Mark, but they're shitting on the street. <laughs> this, these, literally. <laughs> literally. I mean, this is, this is what's going on, right? Yeah. yeah. And now they're spray painting the buildings. Mm-hmm. I, if I, I mean, no, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, I just now edit's mad at me, so. I don't care. <laughs> you can be mad at me. Y'all know me. Why do you have me on this show? To be fair, Chad is correct. They're, they are literally I meant in pooping. the British version. They're okay? literally pooping in the they're, streets. They're, they're like, did you see the lady? Figuratively and literally, he's correct. Yeah. I meant it in the British version. You don't have to edit this in the UK. <laughs> So you're welcome to all the UK fans out there who are obviously watching. I'm speaking your language. <laughs> We've got more coming up, including uh, Joe Biden, who rolls out his who has rolled out his policy plan with it's just a ten trillion dollar price tag, so it's fine. Mm. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to see here. We've got a lot more uh, coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Patriot Mobile. So we're talking about all of this. You know, the left and they're going crazy. They're looting. They're rioting. They're also embracing cancel culture. So let's get in on the action. We always, you know, they always get to uh, define the messaging. We never get to play along. Cancel your leftist supporting cell phone provider and make the switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier. That is Patriot Mobile. Now, Patriot Mobile, they're like you. All right. It's a conservative company. Uh, They're not going to charge you hidden fees, by the way. And unlike Big Mobile that you're a part of, if you're not already with Patriot Mobile, they're not going to send your hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood or to a gun control cause. These 
these causes that you work so hard to fight against, they're not going to send your hard-earned money to those causes uh, after you pay your bills. You'll get the same reliable nationwide service uh, and customer support. They're ranked like number one. They've won awards for their customer service. And um, it's 2020, guys. Switching is really easy. You can keep your phone number. You can bring your phone over or you can buy a new one, whatever you so choose. Right now, when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans, you will get free activation plus a free gift. Ooh, I wonder what it is. You won't find out unless you use offer code NEWS. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Use offer code NEWS. You can get a customized plan starting at just $25. You are not going to find a better deal with a better company. It is patriotmobile.com slash news. Back in a minute. Probably not that one. Uh, All right. Joe Biden is, of course, gradually rolling out his spending plan. Uh, He wants to identify a number of problems, all these problems that plague America. So uh, this full proposal is expected to top $10 trillion. He just released it. Let me go. Let me just run some of the numbers and the uh, the issues that they are addressing. $2 trillion for climate, $1.3 trillion for infrastructure, $750 billion for health care, which is odd because I thought that his plan with Obama when he was vice president was going to solve all of the problems, mm-hmm. but apparently not $750 billion for health care, $750 billion for higher education, $700 billion for Biden's Buy America, Buy American plan, uh, $640 billion for housing, $125 billion for Biden's opioid plan, $30 billion for criminal justice reform, $750 billion for preschool and K-12 through education, $775 billion for universal preschool, expanded child care, and in-home elder care. But don't worry, he didn't stop there. Uh, he also has proposed a sweeping plan to address systemic racism. Yeah. So don't worry. And it's, uh, I think it's seven. Does it involve electing an old white man? <laughs> into the White House. You know, you couldn't make it up if you tried. Thank you, Bill. Apparently, yes. (laughs) Let's start with not electing you. Ultimate part of the plan. Does it also involve push-ups and threatening your own supporters? Yeah. Probably. In theory, not actually (laughs) in practice, because I don't think he could do that. Here's what I want to do. I'd pay a billion dollars just to watch Joe Biden say, build back better, build back better, build back better, build back better, build back better. Let him do that. Let him say one of the words first before you go to the three. I mean, I just... Any of it. I don't care. This is ludicrous. I mean, this guy, look at him in his mask. He's such a puppet. And so when you talk about when you talk about spending that much money, like seven hundred fifty billion dollars for health care. Right. You give me a billion dollars and I will go live on my own private island with my own doctor. And I don't care about anything. This this is ludicrous, the amount of money we toss around with no concept of how big a trillion is. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about a $10 trillion deal. I'm sure half of that should probably go to the cure of cancer. I mean, he promised that, right? If he's, ele- if he's elected president. So I'm, if not, he's holding that. That is worth $750 billion, <laughs> right? I'm on board with that. Cure cancer if you can cure cancer. Now, if he doesn't cure the cancer then he should have to foot the bill. That's the way I look at it. You made a promise, Joe. Mm. Don't spend my money till you fulfill the promise. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't disagree with that. In the yeah. law, we call that being a guarantor. <laughs> there you right. go. Cool. Oh, there Good you job, go. Bill. There you go. I'm on board. Yeah. I, but I do, I do tend to agree with, with Chad Bill that 
we've started talking in astronomical numbers, yeah. so much so that like it, your eyes just glaze over and you're like, oh, 10 trillion. 10 trillion, it's not okay. my money. I don't have a trillion, so it's, it's not like gonna it's be mine. It's like it's this fake number that no, no regular yeah. American has a concept of right. the fact that we can't afford it or sustain our country on that kind of price tag. Well, you know what's also crazy is that the numbers that are maybe you could maybe understand, right? Let's let's ignore the trillions, right? Yeah. yeah. But the billions, seven hundred fifty okay. billion for healthcare. Right. Some of the studies that are coming out right now by different groups are saying that it could cost actually one point five to two point one trillion. Mm-hmm. So you have a kind of digestible number that people could go, you know, seven hundred fifty billion for healthcare. Yeah. I'm on board. But then they don't actually look at the real cost because the real cost is hiding a hidden number that people's eyes then glaze over. Yeah. And yet after he's elected on these false promises, you get to a place where you realize, oh, it's actually two, three, four times the cost because never has a government project ever had overruns, much less one related to healthcare. Yeah, well, you notice it's never the other way around. It's never that it turns out being less. Hey, guys, we're (laughs) returning money. Here you go. It's never never less. Overpaid. What was it? What was the deficit whenever Obama took office? It was like 10, 11, 12, something like that. Yeah. And then it was 19 when he got out of there. And look, I understand. Look, W spent a lot of money, okay? Trump spends a lot of money. Mm-hmm. This whole idea of conservatism, I mean, we're not conserving anything. No, no, yeah, so, the Republicans have completely lost so, their way when it so comes to So to spending. be fair, I mean, everybody's spending a lot of money mm-hmm. on this thing. But come on, Joe Biden is a protege of Obama. We know who's going to be running the White House. Come on, folks. We know who's going to be running the White House if, if Obama, I mean, if what? Well, yeah. Freudian truth yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, if, so it's just going to be more of the same, folks. Going to be more of the same. How in the world do you say build back better when we had a perfectly good economy rolling, low unemployment for minorities, all these great things were happening, everybody's got a job. Now you got, now you got this coronavirus thing that's come along and destroyed all of that stuff. I would rather trust the guy who can bring that back because he's already done it once two years, mm-hmm. then elect some guy who can't put two sentences together or rub, find two brain cells to rub. I mean, I, that's, that's an issue for me. It, it raises a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm actually, I'm really curious. You know, a lot of the news that I, that I see coming out of New York City, which we were calling the city off air, um, <laughs> and, and, you know, it is. It's always been a jewel of the world, right? Mm-hmm. People have always considered Amer- uh, America to be, you know, at the pinnacle of it is New York City. Uh, but a lot of the news that we hear doesn't actually come out from uh, an even, sp- it's even spectrum. Even the New York Times mm-hmm. or other places that might have been respected at some point are uh, an unabashed slant. So I'm curious you know, Ariel, where, where you're, what you're seeing on the ground from folks that you know on both sides of the spectrum, mm-hmm. what are they saying is the role of, of the federal government and how they should be involved or even their view about Trump or oh. Biden? Yeah, yeah, I think, believe it or not, I think there's a lot, like I was saying off air, there's a lot of people that are, are slowly leading more towards Trump. Mm-hmm. They they really are because they they don't want the same they they don't want the same <laughs> they want they want to keep America greater they want you know uh, it doesn't have to do with I don't think that's to do with Democrat Republican as much anymore it has to do with who they feel is the, is is the better fit <laughs> to, to run a country at this mm-hmm. point it's like sometimes that's all that matters yeah. um, it, you know if you if you have two people that are preaching the same thing like, like who are you going to pick the one you think is better fit mm-hmm. I don't think Joe Biden is fit to run this country like I don't think I, I don't even think liberals think that mm-hmm. I mean maybe the crazy ones which a lot of them are but even people that don't like Trump triggered <laughs> a lot even people that don't like Trump <laughs> Like, I don't really like him as a person. I don't know him as a person. He's a Gemini, but just kidding. <laughs> maybe not. But, like, <laughs> Gemini is, uh, Gemini is triggered right now. But, like, a lot of people 
can at least learn to look like look past you know what he's what he's saying and, and how like he's kind of a jerk when he says things yeah. sometimes like yeah. I can handle it because I'm a New Yorker he's a New Yorker right but like we can we can look past that and be like okay what has he actually done mm-hmm. versus what Joe Biden says he might do which is a lot of people aren't agreeing with at this point. So do you think that, you know, we, when we watched the Democrat primaries, um, there were a lot of debates where a lot of them actually stood up and talked about how horrible America was, right? We're in this place where everyone's hurting. And I'm like, do people really listen to this and buy it? Because I mean, the, the, the average New Yorker, the average, the average American, I feel like no. they're like, I've, I feel kind of great. Like, we've all got jobs. We're all able to put food on the table for our families. Like, I'm not that person. I am i don't know any of that person. I don't know yeah. anyone that I don't. Like, every, you could take the, you know, the, the, the most, you know, the, the most ridiculous version of a minority oppressed person, whatever. Right. You know, black trans women, let's say, like right. the, the left says. Yes. I know black trans women. They have YouTube careers. They have jobs. Right. They have boyfriends yeah. or girlfriends or both. Some of them are polyamorous, whatever. <laughs> Great. Like, I don't know anyone that's actually suffering because of stuff, because of, of, of things that Trump put into effect. Right. You know, like, I really don't. Like, You're I don't exactly see right. it. I don't see it. Like, you walk out, like, I play racquetball. Most of the people in New York City that play sports are minorities. Black, Hispanic, Asian. Asians really aren't minorities anymore in New York. Nope. <laughs> Chinatown took over a little Italy. Just we saying. are coming in. You're coming in. You're coming in. You're coming in time. Hey, hey, we Listen. invented spaghetti. Yeah, I do I know that. Thank you know, you, invent, you invented Marco Polo. You invented noodles. I think you invented noodles, not spaghetti. But you call it lo mein. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you go out into like New York City, there's no problem between black and white people. Like I have like half of the people I play with. Nobody cares. So it's where? Why is why is the left, in my opinion, creating this division? Like that's what made me start thinking about things because I went out into the real world and did not see this thing that they were preaching. Right. And you're feeling it yourself. Yeah. I, I, I feel the division. Yeah. Because from them, beca- from them yeah. not from the other side. Right. Can, can and that's I, and the energy made me made me switch, you know, mm-hmm. at least leave that side and, and yeah. you know. Can I ask so. a related question to our our sole uh, white, white man, our Please. sole privileged individual. Yeah, you're going to ask him to white explain. Have you ever been told that because of something about you, your skin color, your gender, your race, that you have to vote a certain way? Uh, no. Okay. I've been told that twice this week. Yeah. Same. Yep. Same. As a minority, All the time. Me, me I too. could only vote mm-hmm. one way. Yeah. Yes. Have you? Same. Oh, yeah. Woman, All the time. Because I'm a woman, because I consider myself a feminist, not the crazy kind. Um, it's a shame that I have to say that, right? I consider myself <laughs> because a I'm feminist. Because I'm gay. Yeah, no, yeah. Like I'm any logical person should I'm be a feminist, like the original definition of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's very right. pro woman. I don't know. Pro on him, but yeah. you know. It's Everyone <laughs> is very clear that Chad Prather is very pro woman. Pro- <laughs> do your do your ad Last break because we got stuff okay. we got to say. Okay, I got things I want to make a point. <laughs> oh my God, here we go. All right. Well, sorry, <laughs> no, Tommy no, John. No. Okay, wait a second, Tommy John. Is the black community <laughs> messed up? Okay, that's the whole problem. They're saying our community is messed up. They've been voting. They've been right, voting right liberal that, and yeah. Democrat so ever since change, LBJ said, "I'm going to make these n-words." Yeah. yeah, right. For the next forever, for the next hundred years. So, why are you going to keep doing the same thing over and over right. again, expecting different results? Yeah. Okay. So, if the black community is messed up, why are we going to keep asking the black community, which is messed up? I'm just being philosophically logical right now. Mm-hmm. Why are we going to keep asking the messed up black community, by your own admission? what you need in order to fix it. 
you keep doing the same things and getting the same results. So why don't you just go in and look honestly at the folks who will tell you the truth Mm -hmm. and say, this isn't a skin color issue. This is a culture issue. The reason these things that go down statistically when it comes to police or anything else, it's a culture issue. Yeah. So why don't you back up a little bit and say, maybe we should do some things a little bit differently. Yeah. I love my underwear. Well, yeah, so thank you for bringing that up. Sure. Uh, Tommy John, by the way, sponsored this segment. <laughs> I actually, I've got a line in here for you to say, Chad. Oh, dear okay, God. so so <laughs> summer is in full swing now, all right? And Tommy John is proud to announce their new essentials guaranteed to redefine comfort no matter how hot it is outside. Okay, go, Chad. Hey, if you're looking for maximum support for your manhood, then you have to try Tommy John's new hammock pouch. They took everything amazing about their number one customer favorite super soft second skin and added a hammock-shaped pouch for your boys made from <laughs> ultra-light, breathable, anti-odor. And trust me, that matters. Air mesh fabric. I'm breathing right now. I was like, I'm not, I won't say that, but Chad Prather will, and he's going to be on the show. And we both, truly, we both are huge fans of Tommy John. Like, I, I, th- Tommy I John. thought it was all hype. I would always hear their commercials, and I'd be like, this is all hype. Whatever. You Party can't Foul get that Steve. much from Party Foul underwear. Steve took my—they sent me some underwear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Party Foul Steve's wearing them. He stole them. Okay, well, you don't want them back, right? I don't know I don't want them back. <laughs> Sell them. I'm not weird. Sell yeah. Them. Make a lot of— Yeah. <laughs> make, make some good money. <laughs> sign that air match. Sign them. This is a giveaway. Oh, so, anyway. Uh, they've, got, they've got stuff for women. They've got stuff for men. Um, I actually own uh, not just their underwear, but also their loungewear. Oh, my God. It's amazing. First thing I do when I get in from the day, I'm like, my husband wants to talk to me. And um, I'm like, I hold on. Whoa. Can't talk. Got to change into my Tommy John first until. Yeah. No, it's it's that kind of day lately. All right. Okay, You've got to try it. I'm not. Hey, remember look. when I was on Stu's show? Uh, the power hour? Yeah. And I vomited. You remember it? I'm right there at it. <laughs> Loungewear. I don't know okay, what the problem whatever. is. Stop. You should look. The, the loungewear is so good. He can put the ladies' loungewear on, and, he, and it still looks great. That's how good it is. Speaking of vomiting, I think I'm going to now with that mental image. You can go to TommyJohn.com/slash/why. You can get 20% off of your first order. We're not. We're not kidding you. It is that good. You are going to want a pair. It's super breathable. Breathable for the summer. TommyJohn.com/slash/why for 20% off. TommyJohn.com/slash/why. Twitter announced yesterday that uh, they had banned thousands of accounts related to the what they call the QAnon conspiracy theory and took steps to limit the spread of topics related to QAnon. They said, we've been clear that we will take strong enforcement action on behavior that has the potential to lead to offline harm. In line with this approach, this week we are taking further action on so-called QAnon activity across the service. We will permanently suspend accounts tweeting about these topics that we know are engaged in violence violations of our multi-account policy, coordinating abuse around individual victims, or are attempting to evade a previous suspension, something we've seen more of in recent weeks. And uh, if you tweet about, uh, this is like the learn to code thing a while back, I think. If you tweeted out learn to code, you were just like automatically booted from the website. Now you can't tweet about uh, QAnon. So, first of all, I don't, I don't understand Anything QAnon says, like I can't read it. Well, they speak in code. That's the point. Smart, I know. I'm just not (laughs) smart enough to. I can't do it. I can't learn to code. 
question for Bill. Now, when social media got going, you know, let's take Zuckerberg, for instance. They wanted it to be about entertainment, right? They, they, wanted, they wanted it to be entertaining. And, and when you started taking it to commercials and stuff like that, at what point in time do you start saying, like I tell people all the time, I'd be way better off financially if Hillary Clinton had gotten elected because they wouldn't have this crackdown, you know, the Cambridge Analytica and all this stuff. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. I legitimately want to know. They wouldn't have the squeeze that's on it if Trump was not in office. So so this this stuff that's going on, this crackdown, I mean, if it's entertainment, can I say whatever I want to say? Well, look, there's two different things that come into play. I'm very pro-business. I want to let a business do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. They want to serve the customers they want to serve. They're going to do the kind of things they want to do. Otherwise, you know, kind of deregulate it, right? Um, I, I also believe that we do have uh, the First Amendment, and we need to honor that. So these companies are, are certainly allowed to set the rules that they want to set by. And what the biggest problem is, not that they have set rules that say, oh, we're anti-conservative or whatnot, but they mm-hmm. all profess to go by the idea that they are not going to discriminate on race, religion, or political viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And yet, time and time and time again, they continue to enforce their policies in a way that I would call deceptive. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Pro-business, but I'm anti-fraud. If you're going to operate a platform that is neutral to all of those different points, just operate it that way. That means if someone says something that's offensive, regardless of their skin color, fine. Penalize them. Mm-hmm. But you don't go in and go, well, was this person, were they black or were they Asian? Or maybe they were white, so not, now I'm offended. And, and now we're going to take these topics off. But, like, it's okay if, you know, Biden wants to talk about the boogaloo, for example. But, uh, you know, if you are uh, an ammunition manufacturer, then now we're going to ban you from the, from the platform. Right. And that ultimately becomes the problem that I definitely believe that they can set the rules. But what they can't do is they can't do it in a deceptive way. And they have enticed creators... Yeah. to go onto these platforms, and by telling them it's open, we're going to let you roll, and if you're popular, you're popular. Right. If people want to see the future governor of Texas on their YouTube channel or on their Facebook or on their Instagram, they can find him. I but instead, <laughs> they just put their thumb on the scale. Yeah. And they go, oh, no, 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 we're more neutral. You're harassing, you're violent, you're whatever it may be, instead of just letting the foundation of the country keep going, which is going to be a little messy, it's going to be a little offensive, you might be offended, but that's what happens Right. When we engage, right? Yeah. Ariel, what are your thoughts on this? You said you have oh, a man. lot YouTube of people. Creator. You, you <laughs> felt the brunt. I have. To. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm verified, so I don't know if anything is going to happen to me. But I, I've seen people, other people that I have that are verified, get banned and perma banned and everything. And it, it's for things that, like legally speaking, nobody would would say anything outside of social media. Mm. Things like for, literally, I, I have I have friends of mine. Uh, this guy Graham, who's a uh, I would say a, a feminist, and he's uh, he's in the UK. Mm-hmm. I think they permanently banned him now because he he speaks out against a lot of the trans activism right. that's going on now because it directly affects bio women. And I agree with that, obviously, because it affects me. Yeah. <laughs> just even just speaking out against that kind of stuff, it, people are getting banned for it. People mm-hmm. are getting on on banned lists. Um, there are other creators that have like. I don't even know these apps on their phone that automatically bans people just for speaking about certain topics. Yeah. So I like, like they'll block people rather. So I go on their page and I'm blocked. I'm like, I've never spoken to this person. I don't know why I'm blocked. And it's because they have these like block lists. Yeah. They don't want to even engage with people that are thinking differently. And I think that's hurting everybody. Yeah. So as you know, you brought up the, uh, the trans movement and mm-hmm. how you can't, even if you're in the LGBT community, you can't speak out. You can't speak uh, out against it. At right. all. Um, how, like, 
Is it not degrading to feel like you've, as a woman, have just been completely pushed aside because they they embraced this whole, like, we love women movement and we are the feminists, and now they've completely tossed you aside for uh, for trans people? 100%. Like, and, I, and I think there are many, obviously, there are many trans women that, that live as women and present as women. Mm-hmm. But there are many people that you know, are, are now for self-ID specifically. And mm-hmm. even just speaking out against that, I, I, I worry for my life. Like, and I worry for my, my, my online identity. Like, I've been, uh, YouTube demonetizes, demonetizes a lot of my, I, I do a lot of, like, sexually explicit content, but I also do a lot of political stuff. And I noticed that the, both those types of content are being treated the same way. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that area. It's true. Mm. Whatever you want, baby. Let's talk about and it. It's, and it's, it's true. It's like, I can't, I, I, you, you can't go against, you know, anything that that's that's cool, that's you know, that's seen as as liberal, uh, that's seen as because a lot of it's seen as hate speech now, and it's like yeah. they're changing the word, the, what the word woman means, and they're, mm-hmm. when you change the what the word woman means legally, you're changing women's rights. Right. There was a video, and I, I don't know if it was Steven Crowder. Great point, actually. There was, there was, really great point. It's, yeah, there's a video of of one of it might have been Caitlyn Bennett. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody went to the women's march. And was like asking women how to define a woman, and they couldn't. Mm-hmm. How are you at a women's march? You can't define a woman. Well, they like, should have come insanity. to my foreskin rally. <laughs> foreskin rally where we, oh we shave our head and put on turtlenecks. Good for you. We can define women really well. That's good luck. Are you? Yeah. Are, are you quite finished? Or no, I'm I, just saying. If, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, like like ha- like it's insane <laughs> that we've gotten to the point where they don't understand why it it's affecting us directly. Right. I, I get just, I get so much hate from from everybody on the left. It's not just trans people because a lot of trans people are pretty rational. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's all these other people that are speaking out for trans people. The sa- the, 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 the the cis saviors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Almost it, like Black Lives Matter. It's exactly yeah, it's what always, it is. Always, all the white people. It's always the, the white people. people. It's always the white people. It's a, white I did a, I did a video I did a video recently uh, with with Gina Florio who who uh, mm-hmm. is the head of uh, Blexit. She works with Candace Owens. She's Candace Owens' manager. Um, and and I said I said we need to film a video about how Black Lives Matter is very similar to the trans activism movement right now. Yeah. It is oh, so absolutely. similar. Uh, all right, we've got more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor of the segment, Scoremaster. Thank you, new sponsor of the show, Scoremaster. Uh, the, this is created by credit, credit data scientists. The average Scoremaster user, by the way, raises their credit score 61 points in 20 days or less. Yeah, you heard me correctly. I said 61 points in less than a month. One listener uh, raised her credit score 102 points in 11 days. Uh, another person raised their credit score 53 points in 17 days. I'm telling you, this works. If you are looking at trying to raise your credit, uh, they super boost your credit score quicker than anything else you have ever tried. Scoremaster puts you in control of your credit score. This is how you add points to your credit score the quickest way possible. Obviously, having your best credit score helps in every area of life. If you're getting a home loan, if you're going to buy a car, if you're refinancing right now to take advantage of the good mortgage rates, even getting a job, you should have the power, not the banks. Scoremaster will put you in control. You can enroll in minutes. See how many points you can add to your credit score. And write in and let us know, and maybe you can be featured in one new Scoremaster ad. You can go to scoremaster.com slash news. That is scoremaster.com slash news. I know everyone's hurting right now. We've had this coronavirus crisis. Maybe you haven't paid a couple bills on time. Maybe you've seen that reflect in your credit score. you got to go to scoremaster.com slash news. Back in a minute. Uh, all 
right, President Trump, we've only got a couple minutes here. President Trump uh, is taking some heat for wishing alleged sex trafficker Jelaine Maxwell well during a White House coronavirus briefing yesterday. Here's what he had to say. Andrew, and uh, you've criticized Bill Clinton's behavior. I'm wondering, uh, do you feel that she's going to turn in powerful men? How do you see that working out? I don't know. I haven't really been following it too much. I just wish her well, frankly. Uh, I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach. And I guess they lived in Palm Beach. Uh, but I wish her well. That's not the look you want. That's not <clears throat> advisable. No, I don't like it. But <laughs> Donnie T. I mean, just <laughs> it's Donnie's almost got, like so innocent. You're like, why would I, I mean, like, yeah, I wish you well. I do. <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean, I don't know. You, I mean, I think everybody <laughs> wants to believe that Donald Trump has is playing like 4D chess kind yeah, of thing. But yeah. no, I think he's just kind of floating through it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like we all are. Right. It's we all are. Yeah. And I don't blame the man. Like I, I, I you said earlier, like, I don't know. I legitimately love him, and I think part of it is because I just love the character that is Donald Trump, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted to be Donald Trump in the 80s and 90s, not so much now in the 21st century, but it's, <laughs> it's just fun to watch. That's fair. Well, so, Bill, obviously I know your, your uh, law expertise is completely different, but if you were Donald Trump's attorney, probably don't advise him to be like, I've met her a lot. I've, I know, I've known her. We go way back. I wish her well. Uh, you know, I think, he, I think he felt a little uh, <laughs> kind of caught off guard. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's not really a great look for a law and order president to be, you know, wishing well to people who were just recently raided uh, by federal <laughs> authorities. But, you know, ultimately, you know, his his government and his administration has been one that's constantly said, let's go ahead and enforce the law. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to happen. I think it's a distraction a little bit. So, yeah, you pay more attention to what his policies actually are and less about what he's tweeting and saying in press conferences. Let me interpret it for you. Uh, I, I don't. I don't really know who she is. I met her. I don't know who she is. I wish her well. Yeah. It is actually very similar yeah. to other yeah. times where he's like, and I mean, we. I think we all do it, right? Like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We met that one time. I hope everything's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I leave now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ariel, what do you think? Um, Jeffrey Epstein's latest pal. I know. Probably not a good look. I would. To... I wouldn't have said that. But I, it, <laughs> I, I was like, saying I maybe. Would... I was saying maybe he was like throwing a little shade. Maybe. Like maybe. I like like. I'd like maybe. to You never that. know. Like lesser like, heart. We're like. I guess I what do you say? I hope she dies in jail. She's in well, the same can't... precinct. She's in the same yeah. wing. She's in the same cell that Jeffrey Epstein Ooh. was in. I don't know that that's true, but somebody told me that. But isn't it I weird mean, that we don't know? We don't know. You, there's no booking picture. Apparently, apparently they're there's like no putting her in picture. different cells to like like pay attention to. I she, think she's arrested, but you know. I don't know. I, if I were Trump, I wouldn't have said that. Probably not. But like maybe he has like maybe he's just floating through. Maybe maybe you're right. He's on just the like, flight manifest. I'm just saying. That's a, that is the tagline though That's for true. conservatives these days. I think. I mean, if I was Trump, I probably wouldn't have said it. But yeah. you know, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. Yeah, definitely wouldn't have fucking said I wouldn't no. have. Yeah. No, listen. Jesus Christ. Yesterday's poll, which VP pick would be the biggest disaster for the Biden campaign? Stacey Abrams won this one. Congrats to Stacey Abrams. 47.5% uh, followed closely, well, not that close, by Elizabeth Warren. 
22.4 percent. Kamala coming in at 15.7 percent. And Gretchen Whitmer, the dictator Gretchen Whitmer at 14.3 percent. Chad was right. Chad was correct. She'd be a Gretchen Whitmer might be the biggest disaster for the Biden campaign, but she'd be she'd be a huge she'd be a huge disaster for America. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, All right. Today's poll. What is the biggest threat to the future of America? The national debt. Here are your options, guys. The national debt, the spread of socialism, cancel culture or rising inequality. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's tough. I'm going to go socialism, the spread of socialism. I I agree with that. Socialism 100%. Because we can print more money. (laughs) Don't start with that, Chad. What do you think, Bill? (laughs) I think it's a better socialism because of the fact that it covers so many different bases. It applies to both politics, economics, culture, culture, etc. If you let that seep into your brain and that type of thinking... Yeah. Everything's gone. But the you just entire have, you foundation just haven't done it right yet. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let us, it's never been tried correctly. Right. Exactly. Let us know uh, what you think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is, of course, at The Blaze. Don't forget to check out our girl over here, yeah. Ariel Scarcella. She is on YouTube. Uh, Twitter, for some reason, she didn't. She doesn't put the A on the end of her name. I, I tried. Handle. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, make sure to check her out. You can find Bill Richmond back on the show, I hope. Also uh, on Steven Crowder's show. And this is my last day of the week. I'm off tomorrow and Friday. I'm See you Monday. Oklahoma, I'm going to Oklahoma City. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.